changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration on this Friend Friday. And today I'm pleased to bring you back Dr. Robin Gansert, who's been on our podcast before. Robin is a woman who cares so passionately about dogs and cats and all animals, from pets to farm animals to zoo animals to animals in the wild. We work very closely with Robin and the organization she heads, American Humane, where she is the president and CEO. So Robin, welcome again to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Oh, Amy, thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be on today. Lots of good stuff for us to talk about. I know there is. And I think we won't even get through all of the things we want to talk about. But I, I don't want to forget <laughs> to talk about your new podcast. So this is something you're doing with Chicken Soup for the Soul. And we're very excited about it. So why don't you tell everybody about it? Oh, well, thank you, Amy. And I'm so thrilled to uh, yet again have another great adventure with Chicken Soup for the Soul. This is just so much fun. Uh, we're already in full production for a brand new podcast called Loving Animals with yours truly. And it's Chicken Soup for the Soul presents Loving Animals uh, with Robin Gansert. We have had some of the most incredible interviews. Uh, Allison Sweeney kicks us off. And when she talks about her personal rescue work, it'll bring tears to your eyes. And her husband is an amazing man who also joins in the cause and they fly pups from shelters that are high-kill shelters to those that need and want animals for adoption. And I can tell you, it just it makes you so happy to hear what they do together. It's a family mission of theirs. And that's all on a new podcast, so we're having lots of fun. And I'm so grateful to Chicken Soup for uh, allowing me to share my love for animals in this very special way. Well, we're so passionate about it. I mean, you know, our latest pair of dog and cat books just came out, and we always use the royalties from those books to support American Humane, besides the other stuff we do with American Humane, like donating tons of dog and cat food to shelters and <laughs> all of those things that we do. I know I've talked to you about this, but I have this kind of secret agenda inside those very entertaining dog and cat books, and that is to drive people to shelters, to make them think of shelters first when they want to get a pet. And then when they're at the shelter, to drive them to look seriously at those black dogs and black cats, those senior dogs and senior cats, and those pit bulls and pit bull mixes. Because I've seen one of those kill shelters, and it's, it's a horrible, horrible thing. And I was wondering, like, what's going on with shelters today? Are they getting better? Well, you know, that is such a, a great, great question to ask. And all of us should go to our own uh, shelters in our own hometowns and see how we can give them an extra set of hands to do the tough work that they must do every single day. You know, we euthanize, which is, you know, means we kill 670,000 dogs every year in this country. That, to me, is such a, an atrocious number. Uh, and it's our shelters, uh, the first line of defense in all of our hometowns uh, around our great country that are left with this problem because we as Americans don't take on the responsibility to spay and neuter our pets. So we have this this problem where there's unwanted animals looking for a forever loving home and they're in our shelters. Uh, so shelters face, you know, tough 
tough decisions every day. They see the worst of cruelty and abuse. And then on the same day, they see cruelty and abuse. There's a family that walks in that wants to open up their heart and home to a new best friend. And they get to see the best of humans and celebrating their love for animals too. So when I think about our shelters, I have to really ask each of us that love animals to roll up our sleeves go to our local shelter, and offer ourselves as resources. If we have money to give, give to local shelters. If we have time, volunteer, walk a dog, clean uh, cat litter, clean the cages, help them. uh, Help them do all they can do to really meet the needs of all of these animals that have been left without a forever loving home. And uh, they do need our help. Whether the shelter is a no-kill shelter or one that does practice this euthanasia, both of those uh, environments uh, have workers in them, volunteers and paid employees that really do suffer from compassion fatigue because they see so much uh, heartless cruelty. And we have to go in and uplift the employees and the volunteers tune and thank them for what they do every single day. I want to give a big shout out to all of those that volunteer at shelters and rescue groups and who work in shelters and work for rescue groups. You are the humane heroes really trying to address the problems that uh, uh, that so many people have left. And that's this unwanted pet problem. So senior dogs, senior cats, they all need uh, made our love. I have a senior dog right now in my home, and I recognize they take a really special family to take care of and love them. And if you have those uh, skills, if you can open up your heart, really do go into those shelters and look for a senior animal. And I can tell you there's no greater joy than having a, a senior uh, in your home. My good friend Barbara Niven, you know, who's a Hallmark wonderful star, that's all she does is bring home senior animals. And if you follow her Twitter page, she just shows the photos of these senior pets in her life. And she gives them a, an incredible forever loving home and a uh, a great ending to their life, which is so important. Those animals deserve it. We do get a lot of stories from people who have discovered the joy of adopting senior dogs and giving them a couple of wonderful final years of their lives. And they say, first they thought it would be too tragic, but, you know, they bring them Mm -hmm. home. They know they're not going to have much time with them, and they just are participating in making those last couple of years really wonderful for those dogs. And then they go and they get another senior dog, and they just keep doing it. And it's wonderful. It really is because it's so heart-wrenching to think about those dogs being euthanized. I don't even like to use the term euthanized because it sounds too nice, right? It does. I mean, I hate to use the word kill, but that's what we're doing. Yeah. And we're killing 670,000 dogs every year. And, and cats are even a greater number. And I just think it's, uh, it's just heartbreaking and it's a, it's a problem we've got to address in this country. We've got to do better by our animals. I want to talk to you about something else that we're doing together, and that is the Humane Heroes program that we're doing with um, the zoos and aquariums that you have certified. And so I I wanted to talk about that because I've learned so much from working on this project. I actually didn't know before I worked on these books with American Humane, I, I didn't know that aquariums and zoos are like giant shelters for animals that couldn't live in the wild. Absolutely. Oh, and by the way, we're thrilled to have this 
very special partnership with Chicken Soup for the Soul and this Humane Heroes Project goes into stories for kiddos about uh, about the uh, incredible rescue efforts that zoos and aquariums do and this concept that you said it was a giant shelter for animals such as Morgan the Orca who would die if she was released because she can't hear. She She's deaf and she cannot interact in nature, in the wild. And it's really thanks to human care, uh, you know, carekeepers that she is alive today. And there's so many examples of that. I love, there's a story of a penguin that I love. There's, I mean, I love all of these stories in the Humane Heroes books. And what I'm also very especially proud of is that this is going to be an effort with American Humane and Chicken Soup for the Soul where we touch all public schools in this country. They'll be given a free copy of this book. for, And they're uh, written in three different age levels, elementary, middle, and high school. So we're going to cover K through 12. 100% of U.S. public schools are going to get to see and hear and experience the real story of the top zoos and aquariums around the world doing their incredible and life-saving work. And Amy, you and I know because we've been on together on this project, but I bet a lot of but of our listeners don't know that, you know, we're in the middle of the sixth mass extinction where more than half of the animals, or if you breed some studies, it could be much greater than half of the animals that are in our lives today, won't be around for our children uh, and our grandchildren. And they'll be wiped off the face of the earth in the next two decades. In fact, when we have dinner conversation tonight, there'll be two animals that'll be extinct forever off of our earth. And this is not due to, you know, weather or any of those patterns. It's, it's really due to us humans not being good stewards of, of the earth. And we're losing at rapid rate animal species. It's the zoos and aquariums, particularly those wonderful zoos and aquariums where there's uh, where they're so humane in the way they treat the animals. It's thanks to them that they will be lifeboats, really like a big ark for so many species, keeping these species alive because there's not so much nature left anymore and there's certainly not natural migratory places for these, you know, large herds to go to anymore because us men and women as humans uh, haven't been good stewards uh, and we've really destroyed so many habitats and uh, we've got to do something about it. It's zoos and aquariums that's going to be that Noah's Ark kind of concept, the big ark really helping uh, animals survive this mass extinction. So these stories are great and it's another example of a terrific partnership we have helping to educate kiddos as to uh, the importance of having all these species on the earth. Yeah, this was a great project and I'm sure that our listeners, this is new to them, but we made these three books. They're sold in many zoo and aquarium gift shops now, and we're going to be making them available to school children all over the United States. And you learn about animals, but you also learn about conservation. You learn about what's happening out in the habitat, how it's dwindling away. You learn about how elephants and other animals are being victimized, you know, people shooting them just to get their tusks, that kind of thing. It's tragic, but I was really struck by the work that they do at the zoos and aquariums. I was so impressed with the amount of care that each animal gets and the way in which they go and rescue these animals when there's a big beaching or whatever. And then the ones who they can put back in the wild, they do. And the other ones get to live in the zoo or aquarium for the rest of their lives. 
and they get the best of care, presidential care, really. I mean, when I think about it, some of these animals, they, they just, uh, there was this incredible, incredible fish that uh, that's in the Shedd Aquarium. He's named, his name was Grandpa, lived to 90 years old, <laughs> 90 years old, and school groups would come up and say, where's Grandpa, where's Grandpa, and there he is. Uh, just really uh, great, uh, great examples, and I love it because when kids go to some of these facilities, some of these incredible zoos and aquariums, they get to learn, uh, they get to love animals. And I always say you can't protect what you don't love. You can't love what you don't know. And it's these educational programs at Susan Aquariums and the Humane Heroes book series that t- tells the next generation this is what's happening. So they can fall in love with these animals. And when they grow up, they can help protect them because they love them. I think it's great. Well, this has been a quick review of some of the things that we do together. And I want to thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to learn more about American Humane, visit AmericanHumane.org and follow it on Facebook and Twitter. And please go and subscribe to Robin's new podcast, Chicken Soup for the Soul Presents Loving Animals with Robin Gansert. And I want to say goodbye to you now, Robin, and then I'm going to tell people how they can win a free copy of one of our new dog or cat books. Good. The dog really did that and the cat really did that. Great books. They're so much fun. Amy, thanks for all you do for animals. Just love you so much. You're just a humane hero. Oh, thanks, Robin. So to learn more about our new books, go to our website, chickensoup.com. If you'd like a chance to win a signed first edition of our new dog book or our new cat book, here's how. Follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. My handle is Amy Newmark. And then retweet any of my tweets about this podcast by the end of the day on August 13th. And I'm going to pick five people at random who have retweeted. And I'll let you know if you're one of the five winners. And then we'll have you give your address to our webmaster. I'll sign a book to you and we'll send it off to you or anyone you choose anywhere in the United States.